Hello. Hey, how's it going? Hey, it's fine. Okay, that should be better. So, what's up? Um, hang on, just let me uh, turn this up. Okay, so I've recently had some uh, confrontations with my parents. Um, that have gone a bit uh, differently than usual. Usual. Um, the first one was uh, some days ago with my mum. Um, I don't quite remember how it started, but it uh, escalated into basically that I'm a uh, I don't interact with them enough, and I should like try to interact with them more. And uh, my mum said some pretty uh, horrible things. I guess she called me a hamster, like I I, I live in my my room all my life kind of thing and uh, I mean I die a lonely geek or something like that um, she called me abnormal as well but it kind of I was saying how like kind of horrible that was to me but I got so like emotional that I ended up uh, like in tears and so angry I kind of was uh, going for them I guess would make sense would be the good wording but uh it's kind of i kind of did like a, an analogy of like how they treat me like a slave kind of thing but then my uh my dad came back like half an hour later and my mum didn't even tell my dad at all she's uh it's, she's acted like it hasn't happened i i still don't know whether uh my mum has told my dad about it and then yesterday my uh dad tells me that uh you know i i don't interact with them enough and i need to show more effort and a similar thing happened there where i kind of kind of escalated and i just kind of got really emotional and uh in tears and angry and kind of uh i keep on saying kind of um and uh just kind of <laughs> uh talked Gave them a, like a, I don't know, kind of a bit of a lecture. Like it was all one-sided, and they, they both just uh, when it happened, they both uh, just stood there in silence, and then I just left, kind of thing. So yeah, that's what's happened with me lately, and I've just kind of been thinking about I need to move out soon because it's really awkward in this house now right. with everything. Yeah. About it. And um, what is it that you want to talk about with regards to that? Um, I basically, I don't exactly know. Um, well, you came onto the chat. You came into the chat room, and you had issues that you wanted to talk about about this. And, and what were they? I was just kind of updating everyone on what's been going on with me. No, right. I don't think that was it. Okay, um, I think it was because I wanna. Um, it's gotten to the point where I've talked to both of my parents about uh, this kind of thing now, and I need to kind of move out. I guess I've maybe that was it. 
Well, my experience, again, it's just my experience, but my experience when you were telling me these stories was sort of like um, you were trying to say to me, look how uh, nasty or unpleasant my parents are. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was. I was just trying to... But yeah. Uh, what would be my... Uh, the purpose in me saying that, though? Well, you tell me. Um, well, is it... Uh, um, is it because I just want to kind of defoo it and things like that? Or just... Is it that? And I wanna I don't know. Um I'm kinda stuck here. Okay, well, I mean, what were you looking for from me when you wanted to talk? Um, um Let me ask it another way. Uh, for how many months have you been complaining about your parents? Uh Ever since I listened to FDR. Which is how long? And, and before that. Uh, I don't know, almost a year and a half. 18 months. Yeah. 18 months. Yeah. And how does that make you feel when I say that? It makes me feel... Um, I didn't really have an emotional reaction to that. It makes me realize that I haven't done anything about it in a long time, for a long time. Done anything about what? Confronting my parents, or discussing it with them at all. Okay, and what is the point of confronting your parents? Because um, I feel like I'm living two lives at the moment, where I've got FDR and then I've got my not like other other life and the point is to kind of bridge the gap between those two things and how are you going to do that um be honest with my parents tell them that i'm not happy for what end um to have relief i suppose from what? From what? Uh, from living this double life. It's. And how is uh, that going to be achieved through honesty with your parents? Well, because one of my life is honest and one of my life is being dishonest. So you mean that your interaction at FDR is honest? Um. Hopefully. Well, but when you talk to me um, for the nth time in years or a year and a half or more about yeah. how bad your parents are, do you believe that that is really honest about what's going on with you and your parents? Maybe uh, it is. I'm just, I'm just asking. I don't know what you mean exactly. Well, let me put it to you another way. If you have a friend who complains about the girl that he's living with month after month after month after month after month, yeah. at what point is it manipulative? 
Um, yeah, I understand. Yeah. What do you understand? Uh, it means that I'm not actually being honest. I'm being manipulative. I've complained about my parents for 18 months, and and you're having the same fights that you had uh, 18 months ago. Yeah. So what's going on? I mean, that was sympathy. I mean, I genuinely sympathize, but yeah, what's yeah. going on? Um, I don't know. What do you mean in my... What's going on with my parents or what? Well, what's going on with you? You've got this philosophical resource. Yeah. You've got... Uh, you've listened to a whole bunch of podcasts. You've read a whole bunch of books, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's no theoretical thing that you don't understand. You're a very intelligent fellow, right? Yeah. So... What's going on? Why are you still doing the same thing that you did 18 months ago? I mean, it's, it's like, you know, it's like you go to a nutritionist, right? Yeah. You say, you know, my steady diet of Snickers bars leaves me tired and irritable. Yeah. And the, you spend a year and a half studying nutrition, right? Mm-hmm. And what is your diet at the end of that year and a half? Still, Snickers. Steady diet of Snickers, <laughs> leaving you tired and irritable, right? Yeah. So what's missing in terms of putting uh, this stuff into practice? Uh, integrity, I suppose. Well, yeah. I guess in an abstract way, but what I mean is yeah. what's missing in you. Emotionally, um, intellectually. I mean, is it that you disagree with the theories about voluntarism and uh, love in relationships? No. I think it's um, that I uh, I don't really know what to do. Sure you do. With... No, no, no. Don't play dumb with me. That never works, right? Okay. <laughs> You know exactly what to do. If you agree with the theories and, and so on, right? And if you don't agree with the theories, that's totally fine, right? Then you should object to the theories or stop listening to the show. But all this theory that doesn't translate itself into practice is worse than a waste of time, right? Like, I can't understand why people... I mean, you're taking the brunt of this, so I apologize if I'm yeah, wrong. But I, I simply cannot understand why people spend all this time studying philosophy and don't change their lives. Yeah. I, I, I genuinely can't figure out what the point of it is. So what's missing is that I'm not actually living philosophy. Or rejecting it. I mean, just listen to my podcast, yeah. right? But, but what is the disconnect in terms of the theory and the practice? Um, because according to your intellect, the theory is true. According to your practice, you might as well have never listened to a single podcast, right? Yeah, sure. Um... I don't know. Uh, I don't want to say I don't know, but um, I don't consciously know uh, what um, what's stopping me from putting it in practice. Um, well, we can eliminate the intellectual opposition because, as far as I understand it, you don't have that. Yeah. So it's not intellect that's stopping you, right? Sure. So it must be emotions.
Um, yeah. Um, but I don't know what um, it is. I feel... Uh, right. If you got like a question of how do I feel when or something, I don't know. It might make it easier. Oh. Well, I mean, you know that the practice of this process is to speak honestly and openly and in a vulnerable manner to those you are close to and keep yeah. doing it until the relationship either gets better or you leave. Yeah. So that's not, new, that's not news to you, right? No. So let's say that the first six months were just a warm-up and you've now spent a year not doing that, right? Yeah. But is not my recent interactions uh, at least moving towards that or is that? You don't move towards being honest, right? Okay, well, You, just, you, you either that, are, you aren't, right? Is it, not, is, is it not that then? Well, tell me. Are you getting resolution with your parents? Or are you just fighting with them? I'm getting resolution. That was what it was about. Well, but that's, I... not, that's not how you talked about it um, in the chapter yeah. with me, right? You didn't say, it's been tough, but I'm getting some real resolution about my parents, right? What you did was you said, can you believe my mother did this and it's so bad and my father did this, and uh, right? Yeah. Um... I mean, a guy, sure. sorry, a guy who complains about his wife for a year and a half or for the entire time that you've known him and then continues to complain about how bad she is, is that person moving towards either reconciliation or divorce? No, I, I did actually say in the, I did say in the chat that uh, it was, uh, I, I said uh, I, it makes me more, uh, I think I said it was relieving and also that um, it makes me want to move out sooner. I don't know whether. I'm sorry if I missed that, but I'm I'm just going by the conversation that you had yeah, with me. I didn't sure. see all that went on at the chat room. Okay. Um, no, I, I've ha I've been. Uh, um, I really I feel like I really want to move out now. Or I've I went applied for jobs, but that's kind of that's kind of died out again. What's died out again? You mean looking for jobs? Yeah, after our conversation, I went looking for jobs for uh, about a week, and you know, I applied for some jobs, and but now I've had you know some more time to look for more, and I haven't. Right, and why not? Um. I know it doesn't make sense, but this is what I think, is that um, I've got, no, it doesn't make sense now, don't worry. Um, well, and to, I mean, just to sum them all why. over, but the other thing that I would mention is that you used a bunch of Swiss foggy weasel words when you were talking to me about your parents, like you were saying, things yeah. escalated, this happened, we ended up such and such, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, she said this, and then I responded with that. 
uh, none of which particularly indicates a choice or a purpose in the conversation, but rather just getting down into the muck and having a fight, right? Hmm. Yeah. I am. Um, yeah, I do uh, say kind of and things like that a lot. Well, no, it's not the kind of. I mean, I can understand that. I mean, honesty can be <laughs> tough and so on. But if you listen to this again, when you hear yourself talking about the fight that you had with your parents, I think you'll notice yeah. that you never talk about the choices and the process that you're going through, but rather that things just escalated or things just happened. Okay. So, I'm just kind of... Okay. No, you go ahead. I just... Help me understand what the point of the podcast is then for you. I mean, it's sort of like you say, well, I really want to go skydiving, so I'm going to spend year after year or month after month reading books about skydiving. Okay. Um, I mean, because if you want to go skydiving, it seems to me that at some point you get into the plane and you jump out, right? And if you don't want to go skydiving, I can't understand why you'd keep reading the books. I do want to defill and things like that. Things. Um, and, but, I have this tendency to put things off till later. Um, it's kind of like, uh, oh, well, you know, I'll get a job in, in a couple of weeks. I'll go look for it and I'll, uh, and I listen to the podcasts because they are they're they're great to listen to and they're revolutionary for others for thinking. No, but they're not about thinking; <laughs> yeah, they're about doing. Yeah. It's like I've lived this life of kind of not having a job and things um, that I don't know what to do um, with myself, I guess. I don't know what that means. You don't know what to do with yourself. No, nor do I. Um, I I don't know what to do. Ah, I'm so kind of lost on what to say. Well, what did you think that I would say when you were talking about your parents? What was your anticipation of my response? I don't even know. Um, Well, I mean, you said that you wanted to talk, right? uh, Yeah. Um... I I imagine that we'd uh, either talk about how I'm going to move out or something and also kind of discuss the what was said in the confrontations and um, how I felt in the moment and things like that. Well, but I'm, I'm betting that you it. couldn't tell me how you felt in the moment, right? I mean, because when I'm asking you questions about how you're feeling about your life and so on and what your purpose is of, in this and so on, you're not, you, you don't have much, right? 
now. But um, I was I was angry and upset with them for treating me well, saying such like that I was being aggressive, an aggressive person when clearly they're aggressive. Are you saying that you weren't in aggressive in this child. interaction? Um. No, I, I wasn't in aggressive with them, I don't think. I said, well, how I escalated was, I'll just take the incident with my dad, was um, there's that Batman movie, and my dad said, will I like the Batman movie? And I said, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what films you like. That's how it escalated. That's how what the argument was about. I'm sorry, the argument was about the Batman movie? <laughs> no, uh, the argument was about how my reaction to my dad's question was, uh, he says, was aggressive and shuts down the conversation. Because he, uh, I'm sorry, I have no idea what the debate was about. Can you just tell me again? Um, my dad says that I, that my interaction is uh, with them is aggressive and I close down conversations and I... And how he doesn't like me being aggressive and things like that. But he is aggressive. I understand that. And are you also yeah. aggressive? Do you say things that um, you, I mean, <laughs> are you on your best behavior? Or do you feel that you act with uh, integrity with, with these fights? Or do you lash out? Do you get angry? Do you, I mean, what happens to you? No, I, uh, I do act out. I know I do act with uh, integrity. I I try and be curious. I try and explore what they're saying. And how does it escalate? And they, well, they get angry that I'm being curious and asking them questions. And then what happens? Um, and then I get uh, immensely emotional and kind of. And, and tell them that how wrong they are. That's not an emotion. Telling someone how wrong they are is not uh, an emotional. Uh, it's certainly not RTR. That's coming to a conclusion, right? And and that's what you, as at least that's what I saw you say in the chat window, and that's what you were saying to me in the beginning of this interaction was how wrong they are. So that's not uh, that's not the same. I mean, maybe it just doesn't make sense to you, but that's it, not the same as being emotionally honest with someone. It's telling them that they're they're wrong. Yeah. And that that doesn't come as a shock to you either, right? No. But two seconds ago, you were saying that you were being honest with them, right? So. I just I don't get a sense that, that this knowledge is sort of embedded in you because you're telling me that they are um, I was being honest with them I don't escalate and then I tell them that they're wrong right um. Um. see I, I don't know what to say 
Well, take your time. Uh, so I, how I should be RTRing with them then? Because uh, what hap what happens is that I get uh, uh, I I cry and I and uh, get very angry and then just kind of talk at them. I tell them how, uh, yeah, like wrong they are, as, as I said. But I, I need to not do that, don't I? Well, tell me what you're feeling now, because it sounds like you're like one step up from falling into a coma. <laughs> Maybe that's just how I talk. Uh, um, um, I don't. It's really hard. Uh, I don't feel anything at the moment. Okay, well, let's. Uh, how long have you been trying to. Um... I Sorry, I, go ahead. I feel under pressure. Uh, okay, then maybe that's not, a, that's not an emotion. I feel very. Um, when, I, when I talk to you, I feel. I, uh, I feel very pressured to say something right I feel very I feel very lost in what what I'm saying now I feel very sad and uh, I'm teary eyed I feel very uh, I feel very lost when I talk to you uh, in general or during this call this call the last call every call we've had okay how long have you been attempting to be honest with your parents? Um, I've never really attempted to be honest with my parents. I mean... So this last time was the first time? This last fight? Yeah. Okay, so for a year and a half, I mean, you've been imbibing the stuff which talks about honesty and, and openness and so on. And you haven't been doing it, but then you tried to do it just in this last fight. Is that right? Yeah. And then you told them that they were wrong and then complained to them about them to other people. Yeah. So what's going on in the year and a half when you're listening to this stuff and not doing it? Um, I mean, I, I'm genuinely curious about that. I'm not sort of trying to come down hard on you. Like, I'm genuinely curious about how it is that you study nutrition for a year and a half and don't change your diet of snicker bars, so to speak. Yeah. Um, I've just grown more, like, secretly uh, contemptuous of my parents, really. I've, I haven't had, like, much of a job at all. And I've just kind of been doing nothing for almost two years. Okay, and, and why? Um, it's, 
this is just an idea. I don't know if it's the the idea, but um, I have all my all the, the material comforts that I need here. You know, my dinner gets cooked for me, and uh, you know, I get given money on occasion to go out. I don't need a job because I don't really need to pay my way at all. And how old are you again? 18. 18. Right, okay. And this looks like it's going to continue indefinitely, is that right? Definitely. It does, is that right? Yeah. Okay, so why is it that you don't talk about that side of things when you talk about things with your parents that they... They put you up, that your mom cooks you dinner, that they give you money to go out, that you don't have to get a job. And what aspect? What do you mean, why don't I talk to them about that? No, why don't you talk to other people about that? Uh, Because you complain about them a lot, right? But you don't talk about the things that they do that are, quote, nice or good or whatever, right? Right. Um... I don't know. Uh, I don't talk about that because... Oh, you know. <laughs> um, is it because I want them to be 100% bad? Or? Well, I think, yeah, I think you want to portray your, the, your parents that way. So I guess my, my, the only question that I really have is, what are your parents paying for when they do these things for you when they invest the time and they invest the money and, and the energy, the emotional energy to keep you around, right? Why is it that they want to keep you around? Because, I mean, obviously what they're doing is not healthy for you, right? Right. Um, so what are they buying when they give you all of these things? They can't be buying my company, um, because they complain about my company. Right. Okay, so the one thing that they're buying is complaining, right? Okay. Yeah. What else? Um, they're buying someone to interact with except uh, each other. Yeah, see? That didn't take very long. Right. They're buying you as a buffer between themselves, right? Yeah. And um, you seem to be willing to piss away a fair amount of your youth in that role, right? Yeah. Yeah, I do. And I can understand that because it's not the material comforts that keep you at home. It is your parents' unconscious need for you to be there. Does that yeah. make sense? Are yeah, you the last kid to leave home? Okay. Yeah. And um, how's their marriage in the absence of children? Um, they don't talk about anything of importance, really. Right. And they've obviously, do you, you, you have, they've been parents for like 20 years or more, right? Yeah. And that's the role that they have for themselves, right? And they want to keep you around 
to avoid the anxiety, I would suggest, or as a possibility, to avoid the anxiety of who they're going to be if they're not parents. Yeah. It's like there's a grenade in the room called authenticity, and they're throwing you on top of it to absorb the blast. It's so hard to... I find it really difficult to kind of escape from that. Oh, sure. I totally... I mean, I totally understand, and I sympathize. I really do. I'm so embedded in it. It's hard to get out. It is hard to get out, for sure. Does the knowledge of what's happening help at all? Definitely. I feel very uh, sad right now. Go on. Um, I don't know if it's sadness, but I, I do have like tears in my eyes. Um, and do you think they're coming from where you are as an individual, or do you think that they may be coming from where your parents are as a married couple? Who's going to be the saddest in your family when you move out? Or who's going to um, face the most loss, I think, would be another way of putting it. Um, my mom. And why is that? Because um, I just feel I perhaps know my mum a bit more than my dad I don't know my dad at all really uh, that makes sense um, okay I think it's because uh, I'm stuck I don't know why I would choose my mum I'm sorry choose, choose your mum to be the most sad well yeah you, you just don't know yeah. it consciously yeah does your mum work outside the home yeah. And does she enjoy her career? No. And does your your dad obviously works outside the home. Does he enjoy his career? Um, yeah. Okay. That's one example, I, right? I would so, say. Uh, the more, other thing is, uh, than, um, does your mother have friends uh, outside the family? Um, yeah. As many as your dad or as fewer or about the same? Um... Probably more. Okay. And um, is, she, is she close to these friends, or is it more of a mechanical kind of acquaintanceship? Um, I would say she's probably friends with them to complain about other people. Okay, so it's not particularly deep or intimate, right? And... Um, does your mother have close relationships with people? Uh, sorry, would she say that she is close to you? Um, okay. Yeah. And would she say that she is close to your father? Yeah. I think it would be a lie, but I think she would. Okay. Does, if you sort of look into your mother's heart, who does she think she is closest to? In reality, or in at least that, that that would be honest to herself. Um, me. 
Probably. I, th- I think that's true. Um, obviously, you know your family better than I do, and obviously you can mull it over, but... Yeah. So if you're the person that she feels the closest to, then does it make some sense as to why she might not want you to leave? Why me leaving? Why she might yeah. pay for you to stay around? Yeah, it does make sense. Does it also make sense why your father would go along with that? Go along with uh, making me stay at home? Well, nobody's making you stay at home, but making it easier for yeah, you yeah, to stay yeah. at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go along with... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, because... Um, it would make it would help my mum as well and and what what will right, happen to they, your mother when you leave home emotionally um, I haven't thought about this but you know um, yeah um, she would be upset She might uh, become depressed. Even. She might become depressed. What do you think? Um, I think she might even might just avoid it, though. Avoid what? Kind of just avoid talking about me at all well but that doesn't help with depression i mean depression results from avoidance it's not cured by avoidance right yeah 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 she would be depressed but she would still avoid it well you can't avoid depression well you you know you try and suppress it you can't suppress depression but depression's not a matter of willpower right but you don't just say to somebody yeah. who's depressed, oh, stop being so self-indulgent and snap out of it, right? Yeah. I mean, it's involuntary, and it cannot be solved by willpower. It's like trying okay. to will away diabetes, right? Without changing your diet. Yeah. Yeah, so she'd be, she'd be depressed. And um, how would that be solved within the family how would the, her depression be dealt with <laughs> what would happen um, I don't know whether it would be addressed yes you do or you know exactly it whether be... it would be addressed or not okay I mean it probably wouldn't it, it won't, won't be, be addressed. addressed okay and so what will then happen or my or my mum would probably go on antidepressants and stuff like that okay and let's say it won't be addressed but she would just go on some sort of medication which has a very low chance of working yeah and um what would then happen to your family's attitude towards you however unconsciously this may be for leaving That attitude yeah. towards me, um, they would 
they would hate they would hate you. And how would that? Uh, what would their logic be in that? Look what he's done to our family. Yeah. Yeah. You would be responsible yeah. for the mental ill health, let's say, of your family. Right? Yeah. yeah. And would this occur with your siblings and your parents? Would everybody, like, would this be, look, I mean, in, in some cultures, um, Spanish cultures, and particularly South America, there's, uh, and it's usually the youngest girl, uh, is, is not supposed to leave home. She's supposed to stay there and take care of the parents as they age. She's not supposed to get married. She's not supposed to leave home. That is her role. That is what she is supposed to do. And if she ever has the temerity to stand up and demand a life of her own, everybody jumps down her throat like a bunch of feasting vultures. She's the one Sorry, she's, well, the she's the one who gets left behind so that everyone else can go out and have a life, right? Yeah. And you, you have older siblings, is that right? Yeah, I have uh, one brother in university. Right. How is he going to feel um, if you move out or defu or whatever it is that's going to come? Um, he's going to hate me for uh, upsetting mom and dad. Um, no, uh, sorry, just to be uh, precise... He's not going to hate you for upsetting mom and dad. He's going to hate you for the inconvenience that upset will cause him. Yeah. Because okay. he doesn't really care about your mom and dad. What he cares about is that they're not on the phone complaining about you to him. Does that, I mean, I don't want to be unfair, but that's sort of what I would imagine. Does that make some sense? Yeah, I think that makes sense. Right. So your parents would hate you. Your father would hate you because... It's inconvenient to him because your mom becomes depressed when you leave because she has been using you or maybe your brother as well as a kind of psychological tourniquet or band-aid for herself. So when you say, look, I, yeah. I, I don't care how much you're leaning on me, I've got to get out from under you and go and have a life, then they fall over and they get all mad at you, right? But yeah. of course – if asked rationally, they would say, well, of course, that's the point of parents is to grow their child into independence and liberty, right? Yeah. So your father would hate you for causing the, hollow, the hollowness in the marriage and his abrogation of his responsibilities as a husband, right? This, this you may not know because your family doesn't seem to have made this transition very well at all. But the job of a husband is to keep... <laughs> the mom, from obsessing over the kids. The job of the mom is to obsess over the kids, and that's wonderful and that's healthy and so on. And the job of the father is to help her to stay in adult land rather than obsess about the kids. Okay. 
And so a father, though, who finds it inconvenient to interact with the mother in an adult way because they're not close, they don't have love, they don't respect or whatever each other, he is going to stand back and let her totally merge with the children because it takes a load off his relationship, right? His obligations. Yeah. He kind of uses the children as a human shield against the needs of his wife. Do you feel that again? Uh, he sort of uses the children as a human shield against the emotional neediness of his wife. Okay, yeah, I get that. This, of course, is horrible and exploitive, immature and destructive, right? Yeah. So he's going to hate you for revealing that about things and becoming uh, – his marriage will become less convenient to him once you move out, right? Um, yeah, definitely. And your mom will hate you for it because it will reveal to her that she's been kind of exploitive with regards to her children, particularly with regards to you. That she's been holding you close to her chest because she needs a hug and she's interfered with your ability to stand on your own two feet. Yeah. So if you, you're like holding up the whole structure here, right? I know, and it's, it's, uh, it's, um, it's hard to do. It's hard to what? Um, it's hard to think about not think about but it's hard to get out of it because it's because I'm holding it all up sure I mean it's like you're the guy in the congregation who has finally figured out that there is no God right <laughs> and yeah. we don't say to that person well just shut up and go to church right yeah does that make sense I think a little bit. Okay, what part doesn't make sense? I'm not sure. Uh, what did you mean by we don't force him to get well, to church? We don't. If, 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 let's imagine some Christian guy comes and posts on the board. And he says, I am uh, the center of the congregation in my church. I, um, uh, I deal with uh, uh, most of the social functions and I, I'm the treasurer and I, I pretty much run the church. And I've recently come to the conclusion that there is no God. What do you suggest that I do? Would you feel the urge to post back and say, oh, for God's sakes, shut up. Don't tell anyone about it. Keep going to church and keep pretending to believe in God because otherwise some people may get upset. Yeah, I get that. So what would you say to him? Get out of the church. Well, but you'd have no right to say that, right? Oh. Why are you still in the church? Well, but you know why he's still in the church. Because yeah, okay. it's the same reason you're still um, in the family. Yeah. I mean, if there's but, one rule that I wish I could put into the world, it would be that you can't give advice to people about any problem you haven't solved yet yourself. <laughs> okay. Um... What was the question again? Can what you... would you tell him? 
if you saw this post on the board? Or what would you say to him? I would I don't um I don't know what I would say to I would say um He's asking me what to do. Yeah. Right? Well he's just he's asking what to do and what would you say to him? I, w- I wouldn't be able to give advice to him because I haven't done I, d- I, re- I don't know um, I'm stuck right and, and this is uh, the, so this is my suggestion to you I think that you need to stop with FDR until you can start doing stuff in your life because frankly, you can't give anybody advice at the moment, right? Because you've got a year and a half of knowing what you need to do and without having done it, right? So the only yeah. thing you could really say to people is, well, you'd say to this guy, you'd say, well, you should listen to podcasts uh, because they're interesting or they're entertaining or they're thought provoking or whatever. But you should never actually do anything about it. You should continue to go to church and you should continue to pretend that you believe in God because the highest value is to not upset people. And you would not feel very proud to give that advice, right? No, I wouldn't. But that would be called being honest, right? Yeah, but... And I think that there is something which occurs wherein people continue to listen to theory as a way of avoiding action. Yeah. Do you ever say, well, I could look for a job or I could listen to a podcast? Um... No, it's just... It's, uh, I'll, I'll look for a job tomorrow now. I'll do that. All right. And how many podcasts do you listen to a day or a week or, or books Um, or whatever? I probably listen to, uh, one or two podcasts a day. Okay. I think that's not a good idea. (laughs) I really do. I mean, I hate to say to people don't listen, right? But I think that that's not a good idea because I think it gives you the illusion of progress without actually putting the rubber on the road. You know, like I'm broadening my understanding, I'm enriching my knowledge, I'm deepening my wisdom, and blah, 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 blah. But unfortunately, you you don't want your knowledge to go too far ahead of what you're actually doing in life. Right? Like you don't want to be reading books on vector calculus if you're having trouble with your times table, right? That's funny, actually. Uh, Ever since I've listened to FDR... I've accumulated, I've uh, accumulated uh, lots and lots of books, <laughs> but yeah. Because the the philosophy, the, the wisdom, the wisdom only comes from the doing, 
the, the, the knowledge doesn't yeah. do you squat particularly, except it makes you tempted to give people advice which you yourself are not following. Because if you were to give people the advice that you yourself are actually following, you probably wouldn't be able to type it into the window, right? <laughs> like, listen to the podcast and do the opposite, right? <laughs> yeah. And so I'm concerned that you're moving so far ahead in theory, so far ahead of what you're actually doing in practice that the two are going to become permanently severed. If that makes sense. It does. And, and theory can be an avoidance for the simple actions that we know we need to take. It's so daunting to think of action. It is. Absolutely. Um, it is completely daunting. It is terrifying. It is horrible. And I have no problem. In fact, I would strongly encourage you to use the FDR community when you are in action. Yeah, But okay. I would suggest don't listen to podcasts, don't come to the board, don't interact with people in, in, here until you have started to do, if that makes sense. It does. Okay. Because at some point, if you're going to be coached, you have to be up on the balance beam, right? You can't coach yeah. someone who's only reading okay. books about gymnastics. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I get that, yeah. And my suggestion would be to try and figure out what's going on in your family that is keeping you there, right? What is being bought? What is being paid for? And what are the consequences of you leaving? And frankly, is your mother's depression your responsibility? I would say no uh, at all. In fact, I would say it would be completely unhealthy to put her dysfunction down is your responsibility. She's the parent after all. She had all the power. She made all the decisions as far as that goes. And of course, it's not a sustainable plan to say, well, I'm going to stay here basically until my mother is dead, right? Probably be another no, 30 not. years. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. you don't want to be 50 saying, okay, now that the funeral is done, I'm ready to roll. Yeah. But that's where you go if you defer everything one day at a time. That's where you end up. 10 years, 20 years, they can go. They can drip away. Okay. Yeah. All right. I get it now. Yeah. So figure this kind of stuff out. Figure out what you want to do with your next couple of years of life how it is you're going to start achieving them and then just start working towards it. Have the conversations with your parents that you need to. Um, you can be as honest as saying, I'm afraid that if I move out, mom's going to get really depressed, right? And they're either going to say, yes, she is, in which case you can talk about how she can deal with that in the most positive way. Or they're going to say, don't be ridiculous. Of course, your mother isn't going to get depressed, in which case take them as face value and get the hell out. Yeah. All right. Well, here endeth okay. your eighteen-month uh, jump start. <laughs> Thanks, man. I'll, I'll talk <laughs> to you, you soon. All right. Keep me posted. Uh, okay. Thank you. All right.